it's your boy the one and only a switch back at it again bringing you yet another episode of switches sites episode 39 to be exact you already know we back at it or something like that i think yeah uh today's date is January 23rd, 2020. We deep in 2020. We deep in it. Um some interesting stuff going on this week. I guess really that's pretty much almost every week, but I digress. <laughs> okay. Um interesting topics we can talk about or we are going to talk about. Uh, so let's get into it. Um, aka, uh, make my nipple soft, <laughs> aka, um, go into the basement and uh, give me a cold pack of five, aka, uh, who put the damn butter in the damn uh, freaking medicine cabinet? What is wrong with you? do better <laughs> getting into the news um uh the first is basically uh the cusp i like saying that word apparently um of uh the next generation well i guess the next generation of everything really if we if we want to get really deep into it the next generation of uh everything including graphics cards so in particular We've been hearing some rumors of the NVIDIA GeForce RTX 380 and NVIDIA GeForce RTX 3070 leak specs. Apparently up to 20 gigabytes of GDDR6 RAM. That is ridiculous. What are you going to do with all that RAM? Probably nothing. Um just just nvidia just buffing them damn just flexing them damn uh muscles uh just how much they is gonna be powerful more powerful than the xbox one or uh xbox one series x or ps5 just to you know uh temper any expectations that uh you know there was gonna be any competition nvidia was like you know what no no, they're not gonna do that. Um, let's just let's let's just let this be known. We gonna be the best in the business. All right, PC master race will always be the master race. You hear me? Nobody gonna come to this. We gotta show these fools trying to step on our turf. Because when you think about it, the next gen consoles are essentially gonna be PCs. I mean, technically, even uh, arguably, we could say even these consoles currently, uh, our current gen consoles are are PCs as well. But I digress. Uh, so for the G GeForce RTX 3080, uh, 10 to 20 gigabytes GDR6, 320 bit memory interface, 60 SMs. I don't even know what that means, and I work in IT. That is that a problem? I must probably. Uh, <laughs> 3,480 stream processors. That's a lot. All these numbers to make you, you know, feel inadequate and you know just just horrible my my 1080 ti 
looking looking real weak right now in comparison. My 1080 Ti is like, you know what? <laughs> let me wrap it up. I'm getting a little old. I'm getting a little too old for this. Let me let me just retire real quick. Um. So yeah. So going to the RTX 3070, uh, eight eight to sixteen gigabytes DDR6. I believe that's up to the manufacturer in terms of you know, there's like ASUS Gigabyte, EVGA. They can all make different SKUs. I believe so. I think they have those options. Then we have 256-bit memory interface, 48 SMs, and 3,072 stream processors. So, um, yeah, gonna be beefy. Gonna be real beefy. If if you uh if you on that keto diet, boy, you gonna get so much beef. You gonna get so much damn beef coming up um not sure if the t the ti's are gonna be with this uh i I guess it's safe to assume so but um at least now they've been releasing these alongside the uh, ti models or versions which are the even even more powerful versions so it's hard to uh or i guess they could potentially just stagger it like they did be I think with the 1080s where you know there's the 1080 then they like maybe a couple months after they released the 1080 Ti so <laughs> who even knows at this point I don't know but I think like spring like uh April May is normally card new card season so I think that's probably a safe assumption to uh anticipate the releases of these new cards so Oh, it's time to get buff. It's time to get buff with all these graphics. It's it's, it's a great time. Um, yeah, I may I may potentially upgrade, and then uh, now it's like nowadays too. How I was a uh, very much an advocate for um, what you call it. Um, what do you call it? Uh, using SLI for your graphics cards, which you know in most cases give you uh equally as much power as like you know maybe the the best graphics card like in uh in terms of a um i don't know i don't even know in terms of you know like uh a very high intel enthusiast grade um graphics card you know so um it, it depends really it depends it depends you know so um uh at least nowadays it seems like it like sla is not really feasible anymore you know um but you know we'll see we'll see we'll see we'll see um but who knows you know i mean who 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 really who really knows um yeah yeah yeah, cause like you know, SLI, uh, yeah, it's just not feasible. Nobody, none, none of the developers use it, or you know, like from a from a uh, utilizing SLI uh, in terms of using two graphics cards. Um, it seems like it's now everything is just going to a centralized one card solution. So that's probably what I'll go to now, at least the next time, at least whenever I do decide to upgrade. So 
it is what it is. It is what it is. Moving on. Uh, so there's some uh rumors or rumors that uh Sony is uh working on a new horror IP. Uh, very interesting stuff. Apparently, it is from uh Team Gravity, who were the folks that used to work on uh the Silent Hill series. Uh, Siren as well. I've not played Siren. I've I've definitely played Silent Hill. Um, so that's gonna be pretty interesting to see what they do. Maybe some spiritual successor to Silent Hill. I doubt they do that because it's still kind of ongoing. And then that kind of leads to another news topic I did have. Um, yeah, actually that does line up pretty well. Um, which we'll talk about in a bit, but at least for this initially, I'm definitely all for uh horror games. I'm, I'm a big fan of the horror genre. Uh, it's pretty great. Um, but yeah, you know, um, that's all we really know. We don't really know too much in terms of detail other than that of, uh, you know, the people involved. So I'm pretty sure we'll hear something at the, uh, uh, well, probably the coming soon PS five reveal at some point, at least in February or eventually, I don't know. Um, so that's cool. Yeah. I'm all for, uh, uh, original new horror IP. That's going to be pretty dope. Uh, exclusive to PlayStation five. That's going to be pretty, pretty tight if it actually pans out. So depending on what it is. Uh, so yeah, uh, piggybacking off that story, uh, speaking of silent Hill, apparently, uh, Konami well, not Konami themselves. Uh, there is uh, at least multiple silent Hill titles in development. So, um, that's going to be interesting considering, you know, the people who formerly worked on silent Hill are moving on to something else. And then I guess I'm, at least going by past behavior, Konami's probably like out reaching out to independent uh, devs and then having them or basically outsourcing the games or whatever or IPs for them to develop or something like that. I'm I'm guessing uh, going by you know past behavior. Uh, so that's yeah yeah I am not excited about that because I mean. Uh, we're talking about Konami here who gave us, you know, post, uh, Kojima's de- unfortunate departure. Uh, not necessarily, I guess in retrospect, not necessarily, but, uh, metal gear survive. Huh? Yeah. Game of the year, right? Uh, C- contra road core. Huh? You know, uh, it was, it was nominated for game of the year, right? Yeah. Huh? Right. So, I mean, <laughs> consider that track record. Uh, it can only go up from here, right? <laughs> Actually, it can. Uh, well, I mean, you never know. It could go even even lower than what is even possible, uh, possibly lower. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not looking forward to it. I'd have to be, they have to get some really uh, substantial uh, dev- devs to kind of work on this. Um, for it to be any type of redeeming, you know, game, especially, especially considering Silent Hills, the demo or PT, 
uh the demo um it's hard to say man it's very hard to uh you know yeah that's really difficult man yeah it's it's hard to t- you can't top some like silent hills i guess best case they could try to emulate what hideo was envisioning but even then that's even possibly potentially even worse when you think about it so it's it's kind of a it's kind of a damned if you do damn if you don't scenario really um but i mean hey it, it I, I would at least it, it would i would uh you know give it a chance somewhat in terms of you know okay what are they gonna do with this how are they gonna you know address the elephant in a room that it was pt and stuff like that i don't know yeah i i think if it's nobody uh, if it's, if it's nobody other than kojima and you know Guillermo del toro um i it, it, i am very skeptical highly skeptical until proven otherwise you know so uh yeah probably just gonna be yet another uh horrible entry in the series that will further um bring silent hill into this downward spiral of just horrible survival horror ishness that sounds pretty accurate i'd say uh not gonna dwell on that in general but moving on uh dying light 2 uh <laughs> continuing the delay train choo choo <laughs> everybody everybody get on a delay train i gotta i gotta do the voice Every- everybody get on a delay train choo-choo. i don't want to get on it though i'm not gonna get on it though <laughs> So, uh, yeah, Dying Light 2 is uh, joining the fun and delays. I'm not even sure if Dying Light got even a, a date, a release date. Uh, I guess they gave a release window. So I guess we can, we can, I'll read verbatim the uh, letter uh, from Dying Light, uh, the CEO of Techland, a developer of Dying Light 2. To our dedicated community, it was a busy year for us as we continued working on our biggest project to date. We know you are awaiting the game eagerly, and we want to deliver exactly what we promised. We were initially aiming for a spring 2020 release with Dying Light 2, but unfortunately, we need more development time to fulfill our vision. We will have more details to share in the coming months and we'll get back to you as soon as we have more information. We apologize for this unwelcome news. Our priority is to deliver an experience that lives up to our own high standards and to the expectations of you, our fans. Please stay tuned and thank you to our fans around the world for your continued support, patience, and understanding. Paul Markachinka. I totally butchered that name. So, uh, you know, cookie cutter, PRE spin on, yeah, sorry, we're gonna need more time. Which, you know, I'm, I'm still a advocate for that, even though I just heard recently that um, 
delays actually cause more crunch technically i guess when you think about it which most people don't really think about include myself but it's uh kind of unfortunate um i guess i'm getting dial light mixed dial light 2 mixed up with dead island 2 which is even i think even more delayed since that was like what announced like 2014 and six years in development um development uh purgatory really so i don't know man i don't know uh leave me one second Mm. give me one second Okay, um, let's see. So yeah, I mean, really nothing, nothing much about dying light. I mean, yeah, delay, the delay is a delay. You know, a delay is a delay. Um, it's obviously got to be better than what it would be if it were to release on track. So I don't know. Um. In other news, uh, in terms of, uh, well, I guess in relation to delays, uh, in terms of the recent news about cyberpunk being delayed on last episode, um, the reason for it being delayed is due or the rumor going around at least is that, uh, is being delayed due to, uh, the current gen console performance, specifically the base consoles, not actually, um, Xbox One X or PS4 Pro, but actually the base version. So Xbox One and PS4, probably of the latter uh, or the, the the prior. Probably using that terminology wrong, but you know what? It's fine. It's fine. The first option, okay. Let's keep it basic. Uh, the Xbox One original or OG OG Xbox One, but then that's there already is an Xbox One. Uh, a naming convention is kind of very just convoluted when you think about it, but the base Xbox one, I guess. Yeah. Cause it's not the Xbox one X, the original Xbox one. That's still, you, you get what I'm saying. The base Xbox one is probably the, the biggest difficulty or issue with them developing. I would assume, I think the PS4 may be a little bit less, but uh, not much definitely made more powerful than the Xbox one base. So it makes sense considering how ambitious, uh, at least they're making cyberpunk 2077 to be, um, it's understandable. Uh, but you know, I'm pretty sure with time they'll, they'll, uh, you know, figure out some loopholes and some trickery, uh, that those geniuses, um, at CD Projekt Red, we'll probably figure out. Oh, it always fascinates me to see how people can program in general. Because I mean, I get the concept, but uh, I could not do it. It's just trying to look at language and try to understand it. Ugh, that's just like a pain, man. It's just a pain. It sounds like a pain, you know. Ugh, just ugh, just ugh. Um. But yeah, it totally makes sense that, yeah, it's getting held back by the 
uh, previous gen consoles. And now with the date that they're pushing up to be, which I think we talked about last episode, seems like um, it, it might just be cross gen straight up like we're, you know, and maybe that'll be announced at like E3 or something like that, that it will be, you know, released alongside uh, pretty much all consoles, basically, I would I would uh, guess. But I mean, yeah, if given a choice, if we could just cut off uh, base Xbox one at this point, I mean, I think that would be the best choice. But I mean, that's the only thing holding them back kind of uh unfortunate so if we had if 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 we were given two options like would you rather uh stick with xbox or you know have us delay the game for base xbox one specifically or um wait until september till we have the game optimized for uh the base consoles then eh. but then again i'm speaking from a point where i do have the mid-tier upgraded consoles so maybe i'm not the best source but at least personally uh i'm all for just making things go forward rather than stay stagnant and i think having um you know this tiered console system where technically the weakest console is pretty much going to hold you back from a develop development standpoint it's uh it's hard to kind of overlook um, cause I think I, I feel like a lot of, especially gaming enthusiasts, uh, at least uh, what I consider myself as well, it's hard to not, you know, overlook that really. It's just like one way or another is gonna freaking hold, hold, uh, the current generation back in one way or another. So I mean, that's normally what happens during this time in terms of, uh, you know, the wake of the next generation of games, uh, consoles. So I just hope it doesn't become a permanent thing. And then, you know, kind of going on that same topic with uh, Xbox One Series X, where they're kind of doing the same thing, at least for their exclusives. Um, That's that might potentially hold the mech too, or I don't know, maybe they could have some really cool scalability options that will make it you know more feasible or if anything if the xbox one x now becomes the base console or you know cut off if you will or the minimum uh to enjoy current generations games um that might be the best i guess solution which it more than likely probably will be because um xbox one is just very antiquated in that sense now you know what seven years since uh the new or previous generation so we'll see i'm interested to see how that turns out uh moving on uh in that uh gundam news uh a new gundam has been announced gundam ex versus maxi boost on (laughs) very japan i have to give it to it um so yeah i am not gonna totally preface this that i am not the biggest or hugest or you know even remotely big gundam fan i do like the uh the games though the games are pretty fun uh my friend in particular Haley, he uh freaking he's like hardcore damn gundam all the way uh gundam gundam give me gundam 
but me, I don't. Mm. But the games are fun. I, I will give it that. So uh, to see this be announced is pretty cool. Um, apparently, Gundam Versus, was the, which was the game that uh, was previous to this that came to consoles, apparently is not the best entry in the series. But uh, this is apparently, at least from what I hear, uh, the second coming of Jesus in Gundam form, I, I guess. I don't know. But uh, pretty cool, though, either way. I think they also recently announced that it is coming to the West as well. Um, so that's pretty cool. Uh, so yeah, I'll probably give it a shot. Um, but yeah, all in all, pretty cool. So if you're in a Gundam and you know, want to live out those fantasies of hitting other people with your Gundam of choice, uh, there's no better, no better option than, uh, Gundam versus EX versus maxi boost on. <laughs> I don't know why when I say maxi boost, I think maxi pad. I think that's a safe correlation, right? Yeah, of course it is. Yeah, yeah. Oh boy. Uh, next in news. Uh, Tashihiro Nagoshi, uh, the savant, the god of uh, the beloved series that's very dear to my heart. Uh, Yakuza. Uh, he was interviewed recently uh, to from uh, Dual Shockers in regards to, I guess, post release of or probably promotion for Yakuza 7, which is going to be Yakuza like a dragon in the West. But basically, it came out recently last week, technically in Japan only. Uh, but it's coming later in, um, I think, in the summer for us in the West. So basically in the interview um in in regards to his thoughts on uh the internet in uh yakuza 7 in particular after developing it uh he said that making ryuga gotoku 7 which is yakuza 7 in japan or the name for yakuza 7 in japan uh which actually translates to like a dragon which is the subtitle for yakuza 7 here which is pretty pretty damn meta kind of like biohazard seven resident evil resident evil seven biohazard but i'm sidetracking okay let's get back uh so making ryuga goku to i'm bitching that ryuga gotoku seven into a an rpg was a big challenge for the next game we can keep going with rpg and make something that surpasses it we can also go back to action we could also make a hybrid system mixing action and the new RPG system. All of these are possible scenarios. So uh, after that, uh, he has spoke a further kind of elaborate on that. So personally speaking, I want to keep going through the same road and see what we could improve. For example, making a battle system even more enjoyable by adding new functionalities related to the terrain and the battle areas. We could also strengthen the company management mode, things like that. But for now, I don't want to think about all that yet. Ha 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 laughs. So very, uh, very concerning in a few ways for, you know, uh, a lot of fans that were include myself, Yakuza fans that are fans of the traditional beat em up style. And for this to 
kind of at least insinuate that he's going to continue on the RPG road, I guess, depending on overall reception of the game, which I think, uh, at least from what I hear, um, is pretty good for, you know, a first first effort transition into a new genre. Um, I don't know. It's hard to see this not going back. Um, it's hard to see this going back to action after, you know, making such a bold choice to go to the RPG system. Um, yeah, it's, it's unfortunate because it's like this Yakuza was one of the very few beat em up games that, you know, were current and, you know, still long lasting, but it's like now it's possibly going to be a thing of the past depending on, you know, what's the next release. Um, you know, I was discussing it on, on, uh, the thread, the infamous thread, which is reset era, uh, regarding it. But, um, a lot of valid points. I mean, me personally, I think I've discussed this before. I know I have, uh, like I played the demo somewhat, uh, within a couple months ago and it was okay. I could see myself getting, getting, you know, in the groove of it, getting invested and, you know, seeing it, seeing it to its end, but at the, it, it, it will still be something in the back of my head is like, oh, this could have been, this could have been even much cooler, more fun as an action game personally. Um, but yeah, we'll have to see. I mean, it's definitely going to depend on what the next game is. We'll know for sure whether or not, uh, you know, we'll be sticking to RPG road or going to action route. And personally, I don't even think I'd really like um, the passive RPG or, you know, mix between the two, like Final Fantasy VII. I kind of would want just straight up beat up action, you know, or unless maybe they could engineer it some way to make it make it ple- appease both sides. Um I guess I could see that. It depends. I guess we, we I just have to see it in motion. But as of now, I'm still di- disappointed. This isn't still a, a beat em up currently um, as I feel it should, because that's where it re- I feel personally where it really shines. Having that unique blend of beat em up action and, you know, various w- weird side stories and mini games and, and things like that. So. Uh, only time will tell really um pretty sure yeah you're probably waiting on a reception in in japan in the west more probably more so japan uh and then see what happens after that uh i really do hope it becomes beat-em-ups though or goes back to beat-em-ups uh but then i know uh people have suggested uh basically kind of doing best of both worlds where you know the mainline Yakuza will transition to RPG, unfortunately, but you'll have kind of a alternate or, you know, parallel path where, you know, judgment, uh, maybe that series continues to some way, uh, where, you know, that will still stick to the traditional beat em up, uh, formula, um, of a Yakuza game still, or something like that. Even that would be fine. Whether it, you know, releases both in the same year or alternate each year that'd be fine as long as I get some outlet to kind of have that cool Yakuza loop loop and fun so uh, 
kind of hurts my heart a bit, but at the same time, I get it. You know, he kind of wants to expand his horizons, kind of wants to, you know, spread his wings and do something that he, you know, consistently does, which is understandable. So <sighs> it hurts, but I'll, I'll be, I'll, I'll, I'll heal. Uh, next news, apparently somebody, uh, leaked the, uh, the uh, model for the Xbox One Series X, and man, dude had no shame. Just like posted the picture, didn't even bother to cover up the serial number or nothing. Um, so apparently they showed the specs of well, the uh, obviously they showed the form factor of the Xbox Series X, but they didn't necessarily show it in a you know I guess real life settings or you know see all the ports in the back and stuff like that. Even though we got little tidbits of details here and there, um, but at least uh, from this user on Twitter, uh, Doug Drago uh, X, um, he did uh, reveal the Xbox Series X form factor and actually kind of like from a realistic standpoint now seeing it kind of like in person if you will or you know uh unrealistically um well realistically compared to the kind of kind of surrealism seeing it like as a concept in a video uh it really doesn't look as big as uh it's been made out to look like at least it's made to look very tall and like just towering but it doesn't even look that tall. I guess it could be the angle, but it looks pretty decent as a in terms of form factor, which was my concern too, because more than likely it will be replacing my Xbox One X uh, in the same spot. Um, but then it's concerns like, man, it's way taller than uh than um you know my Xbox One X um and you know thick thick. Um, but it looks like it'll, it'll fit in the same way, if not, and it's kind of compact in other ways too. So that's kind of cool. At least kind of helps me, uh, you know, uh, set aside any like worry I had about like where to actually put it, even though it seems like it's insinuated to put it on its top and not the side, but uh yeah it's fine but it does have all the essential ports i definitely care about you got your spdiff or optical spdiff aka optical uh ethernet of course i want to say i think that they say that could be 10 gigabit if you ever if we ever get to that point um what's interesting is there's this it's this weird ass long rectangle port and it's like shown by the same icon on the bottom i'm curious what that is for maybe that's just some weird random placeholder thing since it is a prototype model because it has like xbox product name placeholder prototype not for sale um everything have your HDMI port so that does debunk some of the rumors people were having that like it would be two HDMI ports again um at least I was thinking now now this go around that that would be maybe for 8k because I know at least for PCs I think I think it depends on the PC but in terms of 8k uh for for 
for some TVs, you have to use like two Display Ports or two HDMI or something like that to get it to work. I'm not sure if HDMI works in that same sense, though. Maybe it uh, doesn't need that. Um, I think it's more dependent on the TV than the device, but either way, um, or, you know, the traditional sense that that was on the Xbox uh, line of devices, which is uh, in and out for, you know, having a pass through of a cable box through your Xbox or something like that. So uh, this seems pretty realistic in terms of, you know, pretty much very close to uh, the Xbox One uh, X and, you know, previous consoles in that respect. So fortunately, there's no proprietary ass uh, connect connect port. So that's good. Um, all in all, uh, looking pretty great. It uh, I approve. I like the unique uh, bold uh, kind of take on it. Um, where it's kind of reminiscent of uh, the 360, but it uh, yeah, when you kind of think about it, it's like if you if a if a 360 and an Xbox just had nasty like nasty sex, but would that be would that be uh incest because they're both in the same family? That's just getting real too technical, but you you get it. If uh you combined, <laughs> let's be this let's let's be more safe. If you combined the Xbox 360 and the Xbox One you would probably get the Series X, which technically I guess you could say is somewhat the same thing, but I digress. So pretty cool. And yeah, you have the USB port on the front. I think what looks to be the sync button near the USB port, that would make a lot of sense. And the disc eject button and the disc tray um, at the, towards the bottom, so. All in all, I approve. I know people don't like the name, but I mean, at the end of the day, we'll just call it Xbox until we need to specify it anymore anyway. So what is it? What does it even matter? Um, cool. Um, so yeah, I think that's pretty much all the news I really needed, uh, wanted to get to at least. Um, so let's get into, uh, what I've been playing uh, slash other stuff. Or actually, no, before we do that, actually, I forgot. Uh, because it's the new year, uh, I thought it'd be pretty cool, uh, at least kind of to reflect back come 2021. Um, some predictions of 2020 from a gaming standpoint, pretty much. So uh, let's go through them. Um, one. Prediction number one, Tom Clancy's Splinter Cell will be back and will release within the same year. I think that's pretty likely. You know, we've got some hints and we got some hits and uh, hints and, um, you know, basically some hints. I don't know. I was trying to look for anything else. Some some hints and like, you know, tweets from the devs that there is at least Splinter Cell in the works. Not sure how far into it it is, but my guess and prediction is that it's pretty much close to completion and that we will get a release um, by this year. I think it'll probably be uh, a launch, potentially a launch title. Uh, well, I guess it would have to be. It would probably have to be because of that. Duh. But um, 
I think it's time. I think it's time for Sam Fisher to come back. Come back and do what he does. (laughs) Sell splinters. I don't... (sighs) I'm sorry. I had to. It was right there. It's right there. It's splinter cell. You know, what is that? Um... Prediction number two. Discord will be implemented within next gen consoles. Uh, you know, I think we've all seen the hints, uh, especially now, which is still hard to kind of fathom now that like call I could play Call of Duty and play with somebody on PS4 or Xbox or PC seamlessly. That is pretty, uh, that's pretty great. Um, obviously other games as well, but that's at least the latest one that comes to mind. That's at least pretty popular outside of freaking Fortnite, which is just, is, I'm just tired of it. Um, but yeah, so I think, uh, because of that, you know, we, we, we need a pretty much a centralized platform that is pretty, I'd say the most popular, uh, in terms of, uh, alternate source to kind of communicate, with uh you know fellow gamers and whatnot and uh, in my opinion the probably the best source for that is discord uh you know it's pretty prominent on pc there's the app uh there's all the servers that people have already in place we use it for pretty much everything it will only make sense for it to be implemented in consoles maybe potentially even like at the launch of next gen consoles be a ps5 xbox one series x and Xbox was kind of dabbling in it already too. So it only makes sense, especially with crossplay games to make that even more seamless, uh, that this core will be implemented to some extent, uh, ideally where you can pretty much do the whole gamut of discord, you know, party servers, chat rooms, ch- uh, voice chat rooms, all that good stuff. So I think that's pretty likely in my opinion, which is why I predicted it. So, uh, number three, deep down will launch on PS five before the end of 2020. I feel it. I hope, (laughs) I hope so. Um, we have not heard about that game in a while. We haven't heard that it wasn't necessarily canceled. It is still in somewhat of a limbo, at least as what we are aware of. So I think, uh, you know, it was pretty much about to be a launch thing or title for PS4, but it didn't come to be. So I say now's a great time. You know, you see this happen a lot of times where it was like this title that was going to come out with the generation, but they held back and then it ends up coming on the next generation and, you know, full effect. I think that is going to be the case with Deep Down. Capcom is in the talks with PlayStation to some extent. They they got real buddy-buddy maybe in the background that we don't know of. And, like, we present to you an exclusive by Capcom. You hear nothing, then you see, like, Dragon Breathing Fire. And then you see the same somewhat similar footage as Deep Down in the pre in the E3 stuff, uh, and then bam, deep down launching with PlayStation five. Believe it, believe it, believe it. (laughs) Prediction 
Number four. Bloodborne 2 will be announced. Not particularly released. Uh, I don't have that much confidence in it being released. I don't think it wants to step on uh, Elden Ring's toes if that even releases, which I don't even know. That feels like that's up in the air considering how ambitious that game seems to be also. Uh, but then again, yeah, so I I at least predict that it will at least be announced, uh, potentially maybe at PS5 um, a re- you know, reveal event. <laughs> but I think it's likely. I do think it's it's very likely very likely to um be uh be announced at least uh even better that it does come out within the same year uh but considering like um from software's track record they've been pretty good about you know announcing and releasing uh you know um delivering on their release date so i don't think there's really been a game i can think of at least from from software that hasn't that that's been pushed back at least as of late. So I think, uh, I feel it. I feel it. It it seems right. You know, blood dark souls is done with, at least that's what they kind of say. Uh, you, of course you have Sekiro, but it's too soon to kind of like just hash out a sequel. I guess they could do that. They do. They also been having pretty short turnaround times for release. Uh, well, no generally like two years. Uh, it seems to be between games. So, I feel it. I, I, I feel it. I feel it. Gotta believe. Uh, next prediction. X cloud will be bundled with Xbox live standard subscription. Uh, it's currently in its testing phase now. Um, I think pretty much in terms of any steps that Xbox is going to do to put kind of gamers and goodwill with them. I think this is a good start, you know, having X cloud, being able to stream your games and also, you know, obviously being able to stream from your console exclusively uh, as well. If you know, you see that's the best choice or what have you. I think that's pretty likely. Uh, Microsoft seems to be the type to do something like that. So that's why uh, I do uh, highly predict that that uh, is going to be a reality prediction number six devil may cry special edition will be released i think we've been hearing i guess not necessarily rumors about it but i think it's pretty safe uh to bet uh based on past behavior uh specifically with the devil may cry series that We'll get a Devil May Cry special edition, which will include, of course, playable Virgil. Not not this, not this damn V, you know, uh, I want to be Adam Driver so bad. I want to be uh, I want to be who that dude from the um, damn it, the dude from the uh, uh, Stranger Things. I forgot his name. You know what I'm talking about, though. I want to be so emo and so cool with with my damn book, with Nightmare and and a damn my, my damn Panther so bad. Uh, we we want the real. We want the real Virgil. We want the yin and yang combined. We don't want want just yin. We don't want just yang. We want yin and yang combined, and that is Virgil. 
I think we'll get that in 2020. I really do. Uh, probably, you know, playable lady, playable Trish, even playable Nico. You know, she got some cool quirky stuff where she like looking all sexy and stuff. Probably killing demons with her sexiness, probably. Who knows? I mean, anything's up in the air with Devil May Cry, you know? Dante has a damn uh, hat that turns into Michael Jackson, all right? So anything's pretty much damn possible at this point. I'm just saying, okay? Anything's up in the air. Hence, why I predicted Devil May Cry Special Edition will be releasing in 2020. Next prediction a dino crisis remake will be announced it's pretty much time i think it is resident evil is back in its prime they already got the resident evil engine in place they have the foundation of the remakes with resident evil 3 on the way it only makes sense uh, dinos are, are coming back in popularity. You got Jurassic World and all that mess. Uh, Jurassic Park and World has already kind of played its course. I think it's uh, enough mind space to, to do it. To remake Dino Crisis. It's about time. It's about time. It's about time. Next prediction. Double Dragon. Axel from Streets of Rage. And the Battletoads. Will be announced as Smash characters. You got a uh, recently actually. Um. Uh, they announced on Smash that uh, the Kunio Coons, which are basically the same developers that own uh, Double Dragon, will be uh, spirits in Smash Brothers. So, I mean, why aren't the why aren't the Double Dragon uh, 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 spirits either? Because they're gonna be playable characters in Smash. That's the only logical, <laughs> the only logical reason, the only logical reason. Uh, then, of course, you got Axel from Streets of Rage, the most recognizable beat em up character, I guess, next to Cody. But we all know who we really want to play first. Axel, Axel from Streets of Rage. You got Streets of Rage 4 uh, coming out sometime within this year at least that's somewhat set in stone it would only be right in the wake of Streets of Rage 4 to promote it by having Axel announced as a playable character and then you don't considering the distribution of characters being announced or in the roster for Smash it honestly isn't a lot of Sega representation from a character standpoint so it would only make sense, you know, you already have Sonic and pretty much just Sonic. So it only makes sense to get a little bit more representation from Sega uh, with that being Axel from Streets of Rage. 
potentially maybe some of the other characters too. Probably close closest maybe uh Adam from Street Rage. Um but I'd say at least the safest bet is probably Axel from Street Rage. You probably get his Street Rage one costume, two costume, three costume, and four costume. It would only it only makes sense. Uh it's been pretty prominent in terms of the old school days, obviously with the comp- competition between uh, Sega and Nintendo, but now they're buddy buddy, and technically Street Rage is on um, a Nintendo console as well, so it pretty much meets all those requirements. It only makes sense. Only makes sense. And to explain Battle Towards, of course, um, obviously Microsoft has been pretty buddy buddy uh, as well. Uh, they they have Banjo Kazooie, which in terms of the rights are owned by Microsoft, so. Um, that at least indicates that the likelihood of even more, a more continuation of that is pretty likely. Uh, obviously a yeah, cuphead, which is uh, owned by Xbox as well is on, uh, or at least a, uh, skin now. So, uh, especially in the wake of the release of the battle toads, uh, remake, uh, coming up as well only makes sense to, Bring back Battle Toads. It seems only right. And I, I would want it. And also, they're like made for Smash. I mean, obviously, all their ups, downs, tilts, you know, uh, you, you can double tap with uh, what's his name? Uh, zits to run. Then he could do his axe kick. Ugh, it's all there. It's all there. So that's why I had to, because I feel it. I had to predict it. Okay. Um, maybe not all of them, but I'd say at least one of these is going to happen for sure. I'm pretty, I'm pretty certain. I'm pretty certain. Uh, hopefully I don't eat my words, but we'll have to see, won't we? Hmm. Next prediction. Xbox series X will copy the X media bar from PlayStation. I guess it's maybe somewhat of a safe prediction. Mm, depends, depends on UX, I guess. But uh, clearly a lot of people aren't really satisfied with the current uh, interface of the Xbox one. So, I mean, you know what they say? If you can't beat them, join them. Uh, well, obviously Microsoft can't join them. Well, I guess they kind of are joining because of the uh, agreement with uh, internet um, or servers and stuff like that. But besides that, um, you, you gotta emulate, you know, a lot of people praise the interface for the PS4. So it only would make sense that uh, Xbox tries to copy that to some extent, at least to that extent, I believe they're going to rip off the X media bar or X cross media bar, XMB media bar, whatever you want to call it. They're gonna copy the interface of the PlayStation four. I think that could happen. I I really do. (laughs) Next and final prediction. The PlayStation five will have full backwards compatibility. You got PlayStation 1 games, we got you. You got PlayStation 2 games, 
We got you. You got PlayStation 3 games? We got you, bruh. PlayStation 4? Oh, you already know. All compatible with the PlayStation 5. Not sure how they're going to do it, but we'll all be compatible with the PlayStation 5. And those are my predictions for 2020. I think that's pretty sound. Some bold ones, but, uh, hey, if, uh, all these are correct, what does that say about me? I'm a damn magician. That's what it says. Okay. I'm just saying. So, uh, check back in 2021 and I'll, uh, you know, put it in your faces, tell you how wrong, uh, how right I was and that, uh, I am, um, you know, um, I got that Jojo power, you know, or who has, uh, or geo had that geo power. I could predict time in advance or damn it. Who was it? No, it's the, it was the recent season of Jojo's on, on Crunchyroll. Damn it. What was his name? You know what I'm talking about though. Okay. I don't need to explain myself. All right. Jojo power. All right. Or whatever that guy name that can predict watch time go ahead I think Geo had it too though I'm pretty sure Geo had that yeah he had it in the one season I think the second arc or something like that you know what I mean I could see stuff ahead of time alright I don't damn it why am I <laughs> why am I explaining myself I already explained myself alright I have spoken this is the way. Um, moving on to games I've been playing recently. Boy, uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare has been taking over my life, and I'm loving every uh damn second of it because it's great. Um, took advantage of this um double XP weekend, double double XP and double weapon XP weekend uh, in the wake of Martin Luther King. By the way, happy MLK Day. Totally forgot about that. I have a dream, and my dream is to uh, knock suckers' heads clean and call of duty. And that's what I felt I did. So there you go. Uh, but yeah, uh, trying to um, grind that damn battle pass, and man, it is so damn uh unrespectful your time because man it demands a lot of you it demands you to literally to play pretty much throughout the excuse me entirety of the season um which is just uh because even with double xp I, I still don't think it necessarily scales to double xp it seems to still be the same kind of or i'm not sure if maybe the, the further you get in terms of XP that it slows down, which is maybe more than likely the case, but either way, I think I'm on battle tier 55 or six and there's like a hundred and I've been putting some time into it, man. Cause, uh, for those that don't know the tier or the standard tier is at 55 and then every, every uh and then you can go up to the max of 155 but every new season you go back down to 55 
um, to, you know, I guess rank up again to get, you know, gear and rewards and stuff like that. Um, and the battle pass in, in particular, but you have to pay for the battle pass at least to get m- pretty much all the tier, uh, you know, rewards. Um, if you don't, you can get some of them, but not all of them. And, you know, majority you do get for paying for the battle pass, which at least is $10. But if you go through the whole tier pass or all a hundred levels, you get all that back to buy the next tier and basically keep the damn loop going. So not sure how I feel about that. And it's, yeah, it's very grindy to say the least, but at the same time, ah, the gameplay is just so good. The gunplay is just great. And arguably I have to say, man, after even playing even more, this is arguably the best call of duty since modern warfare two. I'm not sure if it's enough to top topple modern warfare two yet, but, um, it is pretty damn close. It is right behind it. If, if at the very least, um, it may, it may even succumb it, but it depends on how much I'll still be invested in playing still, but man, the gunplay, the graphics, the whole package is just great, man. I'm thoroughly enjoying it. So that's pretty much what I've been playing all damn time. I've tried outside of Call of Duty, tried to play uh, some Legend of Zelda, uh, Breath of the Wild, but uh, it was just this weird barrier I couldn't get past in terms of just a mental block of me playing that game. And uh, yeah, I'm probably one of the, you know, few people that uh, hasn't completed a Zelda game uh, but at least for Breath of the Wild, I put like good solid 20 hours in, but I tried to get back into it and uh, I don't know. It's just like any other game I'd be up for it, but I don't know what with, with Breath of the Wild is some just mental block for me that is uh, keeping me from kind of enjoying the game. I guess it's because maybe you get too much freedom to do what you want that I don't know what to do with myself technically in the game. Um, and then, you know, trying to get armor to actually do like shrines to get more health just feels like a whole endeavor. I'm not certain if I really want to, or at least I'm in the mood to go through right now. So that's at least I did try it, but, uh, you know, for what it's worth, um, outside of that, uh, I kind of hinted at it to some extent, uh, but uh, if you are uh, a follower of uh, Reset Era, uh, you'll see that there is a popular thread, not necessarily popular, but a thread going on uh, regarding the uh, Fantasy League. Uh, so the website is Fantasy Critic Games. So this is basically a pretty much a cool site where you can um, basically uh, create um, fantasy uh, game uh, fantasy league. So think, uh, basically fantasy football, but for, uh, game publishers instead of, you know, sports teams. So basically you make your own publisher and then you basically draft in the same manner as a fantasy football, you draft games that you want on your, your roster or basically your, your, uh, publisher to, you know, publish or whatever. 
So uh, pretty much how it works is that uh, when a game comes out uh, based on its, uh, I think, Metacritic, Metacritic score, or is it open? I think open critic based on its open critic score will determine on how many points you get. So anything past 70, I believe you get points for anything below you get negative points. So let's say hypothetically, and uh, I guess I'll run through my list as well, but uh, at least my first pick uh, I had to uh, for my publisher, uh, Hidden Secret Games, um, is Resident Evil 3. So Resident Evil 3, I'm pretty confident is going to be a pretty damn good game. At least score at least like 85 and up. That's at least my prediction. Um, So pretty much, let's say hypothetically, it does score that 85. Uh, 85 score, so I get 15 points because it's 15 points above 70. So that's 70 points I get. I mean, 15 points I get uh, to my total fantasy points. And then basically, pretty much this, it's a, a number amount of games you have. So pretty much with my league that I'm playing in, we have, let's see, nine, six, nine games. So pretty much I have to wait for all these nine games to come out. And then, uh, you know, whoever has the highest score collectively wins basically. So kind of the general gist of it, uh, just to kind of give you an impression. So let me, uh, let me show you my damn dream team of, uh, games I got on my publisher, hidden secret games. I got Resident Evil three, you know, banger, halo infinite hit Bayonetta three, a damn platinum hit no more heroes three gonna be extravagant streets of rage four you already know and then uh <laughs> i made some ballsy picks which is kind of going in line with my prediction tom clancy splinter cell 2020 so for this to kind of explain that so you can actually uh predict games or you know predict predict games that aren't announced yet uh and you'll secure that if it does get announced so it's kind of a risk, at least for me, a high risk, high reward. So let's say um, I predict Splinter Cell and it actually is announced. Then uh, I'll have that game linked. And then if it does come out within the same year it's announced, I'll get whatever that uh, game is scored. More than likely, definitely 90 and above. I'm pretty certain. Uh, and then, you know, that's more points for me. Uh, and then I'm technically stealing that from anybody else from getting it because I already um, predicted it in my uh, team roster. So then I also got Overwatch 2. I mean, that's that's guaranteed. That's at least a safe 80 if at worst. Uh, then Crossfire X. So uh, this game is huge in the uh, in Korea, I believe. Um, and then now they're bringing it uh, exclusively uh, for the Xbox to west with a, a, a exclusive campaign from uh the folks at remedy i think are being involved in a couple others i want to say so i think that alone uh i think that's going to at least give it at least 85 for sure um it's hard to kind of mess up a formula of a established game and so to, just to bring that to the west i think it's just only gonna uh, solidify a pretty great score so at 85 at least um and then 
again with the ballsiness i have to uh go big or go home that's all i say uh deep down <laughs> so uh if they announce that and it releases within this year uh boy i probably got a solid 95 let's let's be honest uh hope i hope to god that game is good because uh boy my team is riding on that too um so yeah so uh but also let's say deep down they announced it but it doesn't come didn't come out this year then i don't get any points for that game so it's kind of a it's a lot of risk to take into this so uh the for the site itself uh it's free for you to uh you know sign up and create a league and you know play with your friends uh so that's pretty much what i'm doing now playing with a lot of folks on the era so we're having a reset era competition our league is called we forgive you king league so uh, if you ever want to go on the site visit that and see the standings uh for me and my uh, publisher hidden secret games amongst all the other uh publishers i'm competing against uh that is the site to check it out at and then you can also follow it so you know you kind of keep up and see what changes and stuff and as the year goes um as we go throughout the year uh you know obviously like e3 and um you know playstation's keynote or you know um event where a lot of games are more than likely going to be announced you can draft uh, uh games or, or bid on games and whoever has a it's a hidden bid system so whoever has the highest bid will be able to draft that game uh to their to their uh publisher so it's a lot of you know cool cool dynamics throughout the year which is going to be pretty pretty fun to kind of uh, stay invested in and see uh kind of what happens and kind of shapes out from that uh, but all in all, I'm looking forward to it. <sighs> looking forward to uh, Hidden Secret Games being a top, top of the top because uh, uh, Splinter Cell and Deep Down are going to come out within the same year of 2020. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm kind of mad though. I'm kind of offended. Uh, so there's this uh, also this other element to the game called counter picking. So basically, uh, we each get two counter picks. So counter picks are basically, uh, I think a game from another publisher either won't come out or won't do very well. Uh, so then uh, it's best for me to counter pick that game uh, since we're forced to anyway. Uh, so uh, for let's say uh, this person has, um, let's say uh xenoblade chronicles definitive edition so let's say that gets what like um 65 on uh open critic so if it gets 65 uh he'll obviously get a negative five points but i'll get plus five because it's five below um 70 which for me is good because i counterpicked it and predict that that game is not going to be that good or if a game just doesn't come out that year you're still safe too because basically it's uh no negative points against you if it doesn't come out so that's kind of at least the dynamics you kind of have to kind of come into play when you're considering you know drafting all that stuff and counter picking and things like that so at least for me just kind of give you a concept i counter pick somebody who predicted or is predicting a horizon zero dawn uh sequel will come out this year which I don't think will, uh, it may be announced, but may not, I don't think it's going to come out this year. So, um, hopefully if it doesn't come out, then I'm good. But if it does and it scores a 90 
or a hundred, I am uh fucked. <laughs> so kind of uh, really cool, fascinating way to kind of get a gauge of stuff like that. So, um, yeah, all in all, looking forward to the year. Uh, and it's going to be cool because now you're going to have more investment <laughs> in the press announcements and uh, the announcements in general, like at E3 and stuff. You're like, come on, Splinter Cell. Come on, Splinter Cell. So uh, that's going to be pretty fun. But uh, all in all, uh, yeah, definitely recommend uh, if you guys haven't um, or, you know, interested, check out Fantasy Critic Got Games. Um, not sponsored, obviously, of course, but uh, it's pretty damn cool. And again, it's free. So, uh, you know, hey, it's free. I mean, you can't be free. So. Uh, also big ups to, uh, easy allies. I think, uh, I, I watched their content a lot and they are, they're doing this too. So, uh, I was like, you know what, let me try this out this year. And that's exactly what a lot of us folks on the reset era thread are doing. So yeah, definitely, uh, check out the site. And, uh, if you're interested in, uh, how I compete or stack up with the league throughout the year, feel free to follow the league, which you can do when you, uh, look it up and yeah. So, but all in all, that's pretty much what I've been up to as of late. Um, yeah, I think that's pretty much it uh, outside of that. Uh, but yeah, I think that'll do it for uh, this week's show. Um, again, uh, if you have any questions you'd like to submit to the show that will be answered and uh, addressed, feel free to submit them to aswitchtv at gmail.com. Um, if you, uh, could, uh, if you did enjoy the podcast or like provide any constructive criticism to the podcast, feel free to, uh, like rate, uh, subscribe, uh, on your respective podcasting platforms, which I should be available on. Uh, if there is one, maybe you want that I'm not feel free to reach out and I can definitely do my best to make that happen. Um, but yeah, all in all, I think that takes care of it. Uh, until next time, guys. Drew that out, but you know what? It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Nobody's safe.